today on the podcast, we talk about seesaw debate in Parliament. Oh, ex- exciting. Yes, really? Well, actually not really exciting because this shit has been going on for way too yeah. fucking long. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this and more probably brought to you by your friends from Bravo Realtors. BRS. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B.SG. We are five months into this pandemic. More than 150,000 people have died. Genuinely, this is what the science is showing. And granted, you know, initially early on, there was a bit of confusion as to what you needed, what you didn't need. Welcome to Plan B.SG. I'm Zaris Mile. And I'm Darren Mark. And I'm Rahman. And we are with our CISA correspondent, uh, Rahman, <laughs> to give us a lowdown on what happened in Parliament. Rahman, mm. what happened? Uh, I think uh, I'm not the <laughs> correspondent. Oh, sorry, yeah, Darren. You want to give us a rundown of what's yes. happening? Can uh, lah. Uh, I will tai chi this in our typical Singapore fashion. Okay, to please. To our Straits Times correspondent, which yes. is basically just a Straits Times article that's on my phone. Okay. Um, Who wrote this? So, uh, thank you Yuan Sin mm-hmm. for writing this article that we can now um, very graciously read yes. on our own podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, it's titled FTAs and CISA made... Um, is it CISA? SICA? Whatever CISA. Mm-hmm. Made political yeah. scapegoats. Falsehoods mm-hmm. need to be corrected on yes. Yi Kang. Mm. Ooh. So, the uh, Progress Singapore Party or PSP has mm-hmm. repeatedly made false statements that the Singapore-India Comprehensive Economic Cooperation Agreement or CISA gives Indian professionals a free hand to come and work in Singapore, said Health Minister Ong Yi Kang. In a social media post on June, uh, PSP non-constituency MP Leong Moon Wai mm-hmm. had also claimed that foreign professionals Managers, executives and technicians or PMETs and free trade agreements, FTAs, have affected the jobs and livelihoods of Singaporeans, Mr. Ong noted in Parliament on Tuesday. Mm. These statements are false. They have been repeated for too long, he said. Adding that FTAs and CISA have been made political scapegoats Mm -hmm. to discredit the government's policies. As a former trade negotiator, the minister said he felt duty-bound to correct the falsehoods surrounding CISA and FTAs. Mm. He acknowledged that Singaporean professionals, managers and executives are facing challenges like those in other advanced economies. Uh-huh. The government has been taking steps to address their concerns, he added. Mm-hmm. But our FTAs in general, and CISA in particular, mm-hmm. are not the causes of the challenges our PMEs face. If anything, they are part of the solution, said Mr Ong, mm-hmm. who was Deputy Chief Negoti- Negotiator for the United States-Singapore Free Trade Agreement and former Director of Trade at the Ministry of Trade and Industry. Wow. Recounting how xenophobia and racism against Indians have been stoked mm-hmm. over the past few months, Mr Ong noted that uh, the PSP has claimed for months that FTAs and CISA have led to the unfettered inflow of Indian professionals, mm-hmm. which then displaces Singaporeans from their jobs and brings about all kinds of social ills. Mm. This is a seductively simplistic argument that workers facing challenges at their workplaces can identify with and has stirred up a lot of emotions, said mm-hmm. Mr. Ong. Mm-hmm. Noting that CISA-themed websites have sprouted filled with disturbing xenophobic views about Indian immigrants. Mm. Words gradually become deeds and toxic views turned into verbal and physical assaults on Indians, including our own citizens. Mm. It is sad that serious issues concerning the economic well-being of our country and workers have descended to this. Mm-hmm. This is also why Home Affairs and Law Minister K. Shamugam had called 
on the PSP to file a motion on FTAs and CISA during the parliament sitting in May mm-hmm. so that the, meet, the matter could receive a proper public airing, mm-hmm. Ms. Dong added. Ms. Dong noted that the PSP has since made a public statement on the matter, standing by its views on FTAs and CISA. It also filed various parliamentary questions uh, requesting more information on foreign PMETs, mm-hmm. FTAs and CISA. Mm-hmm. He said he will set out why FTAs, including CISA, advance Singapore's interest, the causes of Singaporeans' concerns and how to address them. Mm. Mm. So, yes. Mm. We did an episode about this before, right? Yep. We did talk about this Sharing before. our thoughts mm-hmm. uh, about CISA. Yes. I mean, this has been going on for ages. Mm-hmm. Right, like this CISA thing uh, mm-hmm. in particular has been going on for ages. I think we we previously even I read you right, like the the actual legal wording of the document itself. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were talking about how I mean the the, the document. I if, if I remember if I remember correctly, it uh, it allows for free movement. Mm-hmm. Was it? Of, no, of, no, it doesn't. So you want me to? Uh, I have the infographics ah, uploaded okay. by our prime minister. You know, when our prime minister posts. Something. Something in relation to that, it must be some serious shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm just going to read from Instagram mm-hmm. what uh, Mr. Lee Sen Lung has uploaded. Okay. Uh, at the time of recording, this was uploaded two days ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, what you should know about the Singapore-India Comprehensive Economic Cooperation Agreement, CISA, Untruths versus Facts. Mm-hmm. So, untruth number one, CISA allows Indian nationals to enter and work in Singapore freely. Mm-hmm. So, the fact is, there is no free movement into Singapore for any foreign national. Mm-hmm. All foreign nationals and their dependents, including Indian nationals, are subject to the Ministry of Manpower's prevailing work pass criteria. Mm. So, I'm going to ask for your opinions later on. Huh? Okay. okay. Uh, number two, the second untruth that he has posted here, CISA has not benefited Singapore businesses or Singaporeans. Mm. The fact is, he gives some numbers here. Singapore, Singapore companies and Singaporeans have benefited since CISA was signed in 2005. Mm-hmm. There's an 80% increase in Singapore's trade in goods and services with India. Mm-hmm. There's a 50 times increase mm-hmm. stock of Singapore's direct investment in India. Mm-hmm. And 97,000 locals employed in 2019 by Singapore-based companies that have invested in India. Mm. So, untruth three, that CISA and our FTAs have led to more jobs for foreigners than Singaporeans. Mm. So, the fact that Mr. Lee Hsien Lung has acknowledged here is that more jobs in Singapore mm-hmm. have been taken up by Singaporeans compared to employment pass or EP holders. Mm-hmm. From 2005 to 2020, mm-hmm. the number of EP holders had increased by about 112,000. Mm-hmm. Over this period, the number of local professionals, mm-hmm. managers, and executives, PMEs, had increased by more than 380,000. Wow. Okay. That's a lot. Yeah. So, uh, he goes on to explain. Do you want me to read out? Like, why I think the rest don't need. Because, like, I mean, yeah, just the covered the three main uh, untruths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three main corrections in that sense. Which mm-hmm. I think I actually, like, go a long way in dispelling some of the conceptions. I mean, like, the numbers don't lie, right? So, yeah. For example, here you hear you saying um, that the the number of local PMETs that have taken up uh, local jobs has, uh-huh. has increased by almost four hundred thousand compared to a hundred thousand for EPs. And I mean, yeah. this is, but but I think this just goes to show, right? Like when it comes to these kinds of debates, mm-hmm. sometimes numbers don't. I mean, they don't lie, mm-hmm. but they also don't help. What about the? There was some talk about the number of 
uh, Indian PMETs who have come into Singapore. Yeah, so uh, I'm reading the comments. Uh-huh. Really a mix of uh, different opinions. Uh-huh. This person by uh, the user tag of friends Kuo mm-hmm. asked, then why if if all of the untruths and truths were actually uploaded, mm-hmm. he asked why the hysteria about Indian professionals then? Mm-hmm. There are way more PRCs in the country mm-hmm. and they need to be taught to respect other races, cool. embrace local traditions and renounce any loyalty to the CCP. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. okay, now that is like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. that's kind okay. of a bit of a questionable statement. Yeah. So 15 years ago, there actually 15 years ago, there was this uproar, right? Uh-huh. When there was an influx of uh, Chine, uh, Chinese professionals from China coming on board. Did yeah. we ever have that? Yeah. Got what? Chinese professionals. There's a lot of business, not professionals, but like yeah. businessmen. Businessmen. Businessmen, I Nationals? Think of- Chinese nationals, yes. A lot. I mean, uh-huh. professionals. But there are two kinds, right? Like there's the kinds who work like, you know, a bit more menial, lower-end yeah, jobs yeah. kind of uh-huh. thing. Lot, but there's right. also a lot who are coming in who are damn rich. Yeah, yeah. But the, the damn rich, we got no issues, bro. Because they're damn rich, they come in with their money and then they spend it. They're here. the investors, la, the business yeah, people yeah. And, and all this. So yeah. that's that's okay. That's generally, I think, no one would have a grouse with that. Right. Yeah, so, but uh, just on the issue of this debate, mm. I remember reading some numbers about the, num- the, the I mean, as compared to mm-hmm. other nationals, okay. mm-hmm. the number of Indian nationals who have come in to start work here has increased. Uh, I think they don't break down those numbers. I think mm-hmm. they give by uh, region. Ah. Hey, should read the comments here. Right. It's uh, written by Wenesaw right uh, below the PM's posting. Uh-huh. Thank you, f- sir, for the infographics. May I also ask for clarification if a local degree from NTU or NUS mm-hmm. is worth less than one from ABC University. Okay, so I think this these kind of question... Yeah, yeah, ones, yeah. yeah, this kind of question... I mean, this kind of question actually betrays part of the problem. Huh? Yeah. It's, I mean, if you look at that, the core of that question, right, mm. it's coming from a place of entitlement actually, yeah. which is that just because I went to a local university, mm-hmm. I, I should be guaranteed a, a better job, job than, uh, than who, any, somebody who went overseas to study, for example. Mm. I can empathize with the person asking the question mm. because you spend a significant amount of your youth mm-hmm. to study in a local Okay, but, but now I bring this back. Remember the previous time you were talking about <laughs> how like when you're when you as an employer, yeah, if you're yeah, hiring yeah. someone, okay. mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you need to go to, right? Like if yeah. they're IT, if they're uni, if they degree or whatever, uh-huh. if they can do the job well. Well, yeah. Right? Like it I doesn't see. matter how much you invest into your degree because mm-hmm. as an employer, okay. I don't need to give a fuck. Mm. I just need to get people who can do my job well. Yeah. So, Okay, hmm. so I think this, this But there must be some protection policies being put in place for our locals or else you I, end up losing local talent. I'm I'm always for protection of the locals. But I, I, then, I've heard about how you are very passionate about this. Yes. <laughs> and you have had uh you know uh, certain uh, at certain points uh shared your umbrage. Yeah. <laughs> about yeah, companies so, choosing to uh you know hire okay. Uh, people outside of Singapore. Yeah, so okay. So on that point, right? Um, remember, okay, so this whole, we talked about this whole CISA thing. Yeah. Right. And I think it is a very strong misconception that it allows free flow of, mm. of okay. international support. That doesn't happen. Okay. Yeah. I think what the minister said is correct. If people want to come in also and apply for jobs, so it still has yeah. to go through the whole mm. employment pl- pass regime, yes. this, that, and the other. Then, so that one to me is clear cut. I'm mm. with the. I I think the the laws are clear. What the agreement yep. is is clear. Uh-huh. So all the xenophobic comments just detract from any. Yep. Okay. Yep. 
No, but that's the thing. It seems like despite the law being clear, uh-huh. the sentiments on the ground are still not clear. Yeah. So okay. So then there's also the issue of um, what do you call this? Um, the hiring practices. Ah, yes. And to me, that's the thing that um, I, I if if it were me debating this. Yep. I would focus a bit more attention on that because mm, mm. they have this thing called the fair consideration framework, right? Mm, where, okay. where whatever jobs that you have, you need to also advertise on like your the my careers future website things okay. like that uh, before people who apply for employment passes can can actually come in, lah. Right. Mm. But then there are also exemptions uh, to that requirement. Okay. And one of the exemptions is for jobs that pay twenty thousand dollars or more. Oh, okay. Now, yeah, that sounds weird. So, to me, like, why? 20k or more? Why Singaporeans cannot? Mm. Why you cannot prioritize Singaporeans for that kind of jobs? Ah, okay. Shouldn't Singaporeans be earning more? Yeah, so that's a strange uh, exclusion. Eh? Yeah. I wonder why. Like, I mean, was, was there any mention of why this exclusion exists? No. They so, just it's say just an exemption. For practical reasons. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. That's what? written? Yeah, that's in an article. Uh, by mothership. Hmm. Are we allowed to ask people about this? It's on mothership, right? Yeah, we should. In fact, we, we should. should uh? Yeah, yeah. So, so to me, we should not detract from the fact that it's a free, it's a free trade agreement. Yeah. It has brought along many positive things. Yeah. Yes. DBS Bank has been uh, established there in in India. Right. UOB Bank went to India, and with that, I'm sure several Singaporean. Uh, key appointment holders will have moved there as well. Right, so that, right. that that is going to bolster trade. When the Indians adopt our banking services, then that is going to bolster income coming back into Singapore. Yep. That's going to boost our GDP. That's going to boost our overall economic wealth. So all that is good. But it doesn't mean anything if our graduates cannot learn good jobs. Yeah, so that... Okay, so... I'm, I'm the voice for graduates now. <laughs> so, so uh, if you look at the agreement, it basically says to facilitate the free trade agreement. Yeah. If you have Indian companies coming into Singapore and they need to hire their locals for these companies in Singapore mm. right. there's the whole framework there to allow for that uh, that job application process okay. there's also it, uh, also all of those jobs are actually temporary or past related it is not mm. like permanent residence mm. or becoming Singaporean or anything like that so okay. all those xenophobic uh, whatever I think we can put aside first okay. mm-hmm. but what I am you see the 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 old brand of opening things up mm. which I, I have from my personal experiences read before right. when foreign investment come in it's supposed to bring jobs for the locals right mm-hmm. that's why we want to promote foreign investment but True. if foreign investment come in but when they come in they only hire their own nationals then it mm. doesn't make sense mm. yep. that I don't see anyone saying Ah, you understand? I mean, so okay. if I was a company for, from India, mm, right, and mm, I come mm. to Singapore, I set up yeah. a huge big factory, yeah, and then, but I only hire Indians. Mm, mm. So I guess it's, India. it's like you from said, India. Right? Like yeah. In in the debate, like in a sense, they're barking up the wrong tree, because mm. they they are focusing so much on the free trade agreement itself, yeah, which, like you said, it's clear, yeah, right. Like I the, mean, the wording is clear. People know what it does and what it doesn't do, yeah, yeah. And yet, uh, I mean, the problem persists. So in a way, it's like. You know, like, for example, the PSP might have misdiagnosed mm-hmm. their problem, for example. Oh, possibly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they should have a year more keen on the ground and actually hear what the problems are. Lah. So mm. if you have whole clusters of companies who have come in, yes, they are establishing here. 
the fact that their presence is here, that's still foreign direct investment, it's still yep. going to boost our economy. Mm. Yep. Definitely will still boost our economy. And also, and I would think, I don't know whether I'm right or wrong, mm-hmm. but mm. because of the free trade agreement and there's no tariffs, things like pharmaceuticals, which would include oh, yes. the vaccines, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pharmaceuticals can come in from India to Singapore without taxes, which is fantastic, mm. right? Mm-hmm. But if we are focusing specifically on jobs, no need to go and blindside yourself talking about PR, long term, all this rubbish. Mm. It's just the jobs itself. Yeah. Are Singaporeans given the opportunities to get those same jobs first? Mm. That I think should be the, the question. And that fair hiring framework thing, mm. whatever that is, mm. is that effective? Has anybody tested it out? Yeah, and loopholes, right? Because I mean, I think we have mentioned before how um, sometimes like, I mean, anecdotally, we have heard mm-hmm. cases of how, for example, the, the HR department might be, okay, like we have this these things, we need to send it out. So under the free, the fair consideration or whatever, yeah. we also need to post this here. But in our heads, we kind of already know who we're going to hire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So does anybody go down to actually check on these things, to mm-hmm. do an audit? Okay, how many Singaporeans did you interview before actually hiring a foreigner? Ah. This, has anybody done that? You know what I really think? What? We will make brilliant oppositions. <laughs> yeah, but it's not about being opposition <laughs> or not. No, like, it's just about no. being critical about, about yeah, yeah. like no, identifying no, what, what coming the conclusion is uh-huh. ask better questions. Huh? Yeah. yeah <laughs> we <laughs> want a first world parliament. You I mean are, no, okay, but you know, right? Like at the end of the day, yeah. politicians are politicians. So like if I mean if you ask yeah. this kind of question so, in Parliament. So, so like what Minister said just now, huh? All those shit is so seductive. Yeah. Because it's so easy to rile people up using that kind of lame arguments, but you are not ju- you use doing your job as a, a first world parliamentarian if you don't give proper critical uh, questions. questions like, yeah, I mean, let's, let's run for a GRC. <laughs> oh my! Well, that would hey, be a thought. We got uh, good re- racial representation. We keep the representation. Yeah. How many? We need one. We need one more of you. We need one more. One more of you. One more me. Yeah. I need another Chinese. I like how your ring palatable. One more you. Yeah. I need. I need a more Chinese Chinese. My Chinese. I a bit too mixed. Sorry. I don't know what I Chinese. Hey, our neighbor lah. Our neighbor master. Oh yeah. He's damn Chinese. We can bring him. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if. When people want to run for GRC, do, do they take this into consideration? <laughs> hey, yeah, we should take him. He's damn Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I can imagine though. Then don't say the word damn can say very Chinese. Ah, very. No, they want closed door, yeah. closed door. Yeah, closed door, closed door. <laughs> ah, I can bring this one in. Ah. He's very Malay. This one's ah. very Indian. This one's very Chinese. Uh. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna be taking a short break. Yeah. We will be back. Before we get cancelled. Yeah. If this conversation goes on for any longer. Yeah. And very interesting, our friends are here to talk about EIP. Yeah. And now it affects them. <laughs> yeah. Right after this with our sponsors. Welcome back to PlanB.sg, proudly brought to you by our friends from Bravo Realtors. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram at bravorealtors.brs. Yes, you can also find them at this number. That's 8100-2300. That's 8100-2300. We are with our friends from uh, Bravo Realtors, Fazlin, Mima and Sharil. Welcome back to the show. Hello. So many, there's been a lot of talk uh, in parliament lah, and then in podcasts and we invited mm. a minister to be on board <laughs> yep. to talk about uh, EIP, ethnic, integration. Uh, P stands for what? Uh? 
policy policy, policy yes. I thought it was program <laughs> <laughs> and you know actually we should ask the people on the ground yes. who are actually not affected lah but mm. they have to abide to these policies mm. yes. and yeah. I've heard a lot about oh EIP uh, will will allow for particular unit um, the price to go down a little so that, that this is one thing that I want to ask you is it true is this true that EIP actually uh, affects that sort of um, pricing on a unit? Yeah, yeah. In a way, I, I would say it is a factor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Price fact, uh, it will affect the price, like, the selling price. Could you give like an, an example yeah. so I can put it so in perspective? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Can so uh, for example, for, for example, mm-hmm. uh, uh, in uh, an estate, mm-hmm. uh, let's say I say Bishan. Okay, okay. example um, lah. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, in Bishan, uh, normally there's a lot of uh, Chinese mm, mm, mm. Uh, who own a house there. Right. So, it's a preferred estate. Uh. Yeah. I see. <laughs> mm, mm. So for, like, for a particular... Again? Is it because of a uh, special preference because of uh, the Chinese characters Bishan? <laughs> or, I, think what, what? I don't know. I don't know. Why? Why? I think what we gather from the ground is that uh-huh. Bishan uh, for those Chinese, right? Mm. They believe that Singapore map, the map of Singapore, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it actually uh, represents a dragon. Okay. Oh. So the oh. dragon will curl up mm. all around the island. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. So, but then this particular… I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah. This particular estate, Bishan. Mm-hmm. So that is where the headlands. Ah, the so head for, of the dragon. Yes, for mm. the Chinese, they feel that it is very auspicious. I area. see. Oh, I see. Yeah, a very good feng shui, very good I, area. Oh, you know, okay. it will it will give them uh, good wealth and health. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they okay. consider all this uh, when they want to buy yes, a yes. unit. Uh. Mm. So I guess that is some why, of the more like traditional mm, ones. Yeah. So yeah. that's why Bishan is uh, definitely very popular among the Chinese. Okay. Okay. Mm. okay. Yeah. But because of the EIP, we have we still have a mix of all races, huh? Correct. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Correct. Mm. So Just, how how do the dynamics come into play when, for example, a Malay household wants to mm-hmm. sell a unit in Bishan? Mm. So for let's say a Malay owner, mm-hmm. when they want to sell, uh, because of the EIP, they yeah. have to have um Malay to buy their unit. I see. Uh, right. I see. So see. but uh because of that place, mm-hmm. the the price is very high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh. Most probably, uh, a lot of uh, our Malay community is mm. unable to pay that amount of price. I see. I see. Oh. So, uh, this impact uh, their price and they have to bring down. Ah. I see. So, so, it goes lower, than, lower than the… Uh, for other Chinese families, lah, for example. Right? Yes. Because they have, to, they have to lower the price to make it… So, I just um, want to make it clear. These are observations on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This is not something that they insinuate uh-huh. or they decide to come up with their own opinion. This is what yeah, yeah. Uh, is based on observation. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, how how uh, customer habits are. Mm-hmm. So, traditionally for our community, where do they like to actually <laughs> buy? Lepa, lepa one corner. Yeah, where is it? Like, mm-hmm. Tampines are here. Like, Tampines… Yeah. Is it true? <laughs> maybe maybe I, I add know. on to what Hibima yeah. said. Uh, uh-huh. Price factor, uh, it may or may not. Because mm. why now we see a lot of Malays or even regardless of race, they are they ventured into private properties, right? Mm. Yeah. So maybe yeah. uh, price is not, it doesn't really play a part. But okay. because it's just that area itself. Mm. Oh, not as popular. I, I mean, so, I've been to Bishan. It's, it's damn difficult to find like, halal food there. Mm. I don't feel really lucky is. when I'm there because it's yeah, hard to yeah. find. It's food. RK, RK, bro. <laughs> what is What's that? RK? I used to, you know, in Bishan CC, I used to have like, a, a, we practice our DK Barat there. 
We oh, represent wow. Bishan CC. Wow. Uh, we have ties with the CCMAEC over there. Really? Mm. Really. Wow. And uh, there's a place that we always chill right after our sessions. It's uh-huh. in RK nearby. Wow. I I grew up in Bishan. Yeah, but like Junction 8, like the, the nearby areas, the I've been there because I used to go there frequently. There's for, Pizza Hut. I'm not going to have <laughs> yeah. that every day. It's just that maybe because they are associated with certain communities. For example, yeah. for example, Bedok. Yeah. You talk mm. about Bedok, you will oh. be Malay. Right? Uh, why? Why? I want to understand. Yeah. Okay. No, why? Before yes. I, I want to add on to this yeah. question yeah. because I have heard this <laughs> and question. He li- you live in Bedok. <laughs> Bedo, yeah. uh, dude, not just that. My old house was at Tampines East. Yeah. Uh-huh. That yeah, old yeah, place yeah. also, whole place Melayu. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, so, okay. um, but but I've had friends also who noticed this. Huh? It's like yeah. there are certain parts of Singapore where it's very Chinese, certain parts where it's very Malay. For Agreed. Example. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if it's the EIP, this shouldn't be happening. But yeah. the quota still, the Chinese will be higher. Yeah. The I see. Malay will be lower and the others. Uh-huh. At the end of the day. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, but all the races will be represented in all estates. So, there is still the quota. Lah, just yes. that the neighborhood itself might have a particular flavor. Yeah. Is yes. It? No, is but it? this, this oh. is a good point because when you are advising people mm. on where they should buy or if they are mm. thinking about different locations, this yes. would be a, a potential issue for when they are planning to exit or sell off the house. Very right? true. Because why? Yeah. yeah because it's mm. not just about buying. Mm-hmm. But when you want to sell, that's why we always emphasize on entry and exit strategy. Mm. Okay. So when you want to enter the market, you want to buy at a certain area, for example, Bishan, Dawson. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, this area are popular with Chinese. Mm. Right. So for example, if a Malay were to buy that area, they have to be prepared that ethnic integration policy will come in place. Ah, I see, and I see. they will have to sell to their to their own need to their race. Mm-hmm, yeah. I see. Mm-hmm. So of course it will impact on some uh, of the factors such as price, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so definitely they have to be prepared for this. Wow. Uh, yeah. how, what is the difference of a price? Are we looking at? I, uh, can, be in hundreds, <laughs> can be in hundreds. Yeah. Can be in hundreds. Can be hundreds. Hundreds of thousands. Yes. Yeah. Damn. Why yeah. would anyone? Okay. I mean, I know that this is gonna sound like a weird question to ask, mm. but why would anybody want to buy a house there? Okay, for example, we, we do have a case uh, mm-hmm. in Bishan where actually we marketed a unit mm-hmm. and it, it cannot sell for about a year because why oh. only Malay can buy that, that unit. Okay, right, right. right. But we receive a lot of inquiries from Chinese buyers. Oh, I see, oh, I right? see. Mm-hmm. So what the seller needs to do, they have to adjust their price accordingly. I thought mm. what the seller has to do is to marry a Malay. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a Malay seller. Malay seller and affected by the EIP. Yeah. So they have to adjust accordingly to mm. ensure that they able to attract this uh, I see. Malay buyer. Lah. Mm. So because Malay buyer can buy. Yeah. My oh. God. Wow. This is interesting. Actually, man. that's also interesting. Huh? Yeah, that yeah, that yeah. means even Malay buyers can buy it where the head of the dragon falls. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> the price will be cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. For Malays. But, but personally, la, personally yeah. I feel it's more about history. La. Uh-huh. I see. It's about history. Maybe Bishan used to be a Chinese kampong. Oh, really? Was it? I, Maybe, I, I, don't, I don't know. Don't know. Like, mm. Just like Geylang. Uh-huh. Very popular. Bishan was a Japanese cemetery, right? Yeah, it's a, it was a Chinese cemetery. Oh, oh Chinese? Oh, yeah, oh, it was a okay. Chinese cemetery. Right. Mm. So, example, like in Bedok, mm-hmm. it used to be a, a dominant, predominantly Malay I area, see, right? I Malay see, cluster. I see. So, mm-hmm. of course, they have their own uh, history back then. Mm. And it still lives on Still today lah. That's oh, why wow. the area is still populated. I mean, this is my personal take. Mm. Yeah, interesting. But places like Bishan and even like you mentioned Dawson and all mm. that also, mm. 
are generally popular because of the proximity to the city yeah. or the town. Mm. Like school lah. Mm. Bishan mm. has a lot of uh, popular schools. Ah. Some oh. people buy house because of school. Yes. Yes. I see. Well, that's true. Yeah. 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 Mm. RI is there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so if you want to find out what enclave are you in? <laughs> no enclaves. No, 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 no enclaves. No, no enclaves. No, 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 no. That's the whole point. That's of the EIP, whole point, right? Yeah. So please uh, give our friends a call. Our yes. friends from Bravo Realtors. Mm-hmm. .brs, that's their user tag for their Facebook and Instagram. Drop them a DM to inquire more and do your uh, property health check yes. with them today. Yep. That's right. You can also drop in the DM uh, at this number. That's eight one hundred two three hundred. That's eight one hundred two three hundred. Welcome back to Plan B dot SG. Uh, we are talking about Malaysia. We're talking mm. about another parliament. Mm-hmm. Oh, but this one God. is a parliament that seems to be going to shit, sir. <laughs> oh, to, I don't want to say so. Wow, so sad, yeah, bro. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, but I mean. Nothing, no beef with the Malaysians. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, I feel like the country is, you know, struggling with the national emergency, with a prolonged state of emergency, with thousands of cases every bloody day. Yeah. And then you have this kind of political turmoil. Mm. Like, who does it help? Okay, so I think if you want to talk about this, I mean, apart from reading the articles. Right. We we look at the big picture about what's happening. eh? First, we got the disarray in how the coalition that they have right now happened in the first place. Right, right, Because right. of Mahathir's exit and all mm. that kind of crap. Then after that, you have the fact that there's an ongoing pandemic, right? Yep. And then you have the fact that uh, they have had the longest MCO ever. Yeah. It's yeah. like… It's, oh God, it's been months, yeah, it's right? it's like lockdown yeah. after lockdown after lockdown oh, after God. lockdown for yeah. them. And then only now have we heard, a, to me, a potentially credible… Economic uh, stimulus package, right. the, the 130 billion ringgit one, right. but that has only come about now, right? Yeah, and all of that put together, plus the opposition in Malaysia, I think, or at least other parliamentarians saying that the state of emergency is just an excuse to yeah. not yeah. Uh, change things. The whole big picture is so freaking messy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel worried for the people who are actually suffering from COVID. Exactly. From COVID. So, you know so I mean? maybe let's just uh, give some background on what we are talking about. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, I'm I'm reading from. Are you reading from Channel News yes, Asia? CNA, yeah. About mm-hmm. Amno, is it? Yes. Yeah. So, so I read that. Uh, I read lah. Ah, you can. Okay. So Amno withdraws uh, its support for Mohidin Yassin's government mm-hmm. and urges urges the Malaysian PM to step down. This is written by Vincent Tan for Channel News Asia mm. on the eighth of July. Uh, AMNO has withdrawn its support for Perikatan National Government led by Malaysian Prime Minister Mohidin Yassin and called for his resignation, said AMNO President Ahmad Zaid Hamidi mm. on Wednesday. In a late-night online press conference held after AMNO Supreme Council meeting, Ahmad Zaid criticised the government's handling of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yep. Ahmad Zaid said that AMNO had supported Mr. Mohidin as Prime Minister based on the condition that he could fulfil two major guidelines determined by the Supreme Council back on March 11 in 2020. Mm. So they were ensuring people's aspirations were truly realised. Government should quickly control the economic downturn, devise an effective plan to handle the COVID-19 pandemic, said mm-hmm. Ahmad Zahid. Which is okay lah. Yeah. Yeah. These guidelines were not fulfilled, said Ahmad Zahid, adding that the government had failed in seven aspects, such as pandemic management, misusing Malaysia's state of emergency for mm. political uh, purposes, and failing to defend the country's parliamentary democracy. So... 
Parliament is closed for now, mm. right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Based on the unanimous decision by delegates at AMNO's 2020 annual general meeting and the government's failures, mm-hmm. Ahmad Zaid said support for Mr. Mohidin's prime ministership has been withdrawn with immediate effect. Wow. AMNO urges Mohidin Yassin to withdraw honorably mm-hmm. to enable a new prime minister to be appointed mm-hmm. for a limited period. Is he suggesting himself? I don't know. The new Prime Minister would only focus efforts on the people's welfare throughout the pandemic, handle COVID-19 with an inclusive approach and ensure the vaccination and immunisation process could be sped up. Mm-hmm. Once herd immunity was achieved, he said, this Prime Minister must advise the King mm-hmm. to return to the people's mandate to hold the 15th general election. Mm-hmm. Ahmad Zahid had also stated that AMNO will not support Opposition leader Anwar Ibrahim As Prime Minister mm. His party will also not support Any coalition together With Pakatan Harapan Or The DAP He said The announcement came after Prime Minister Mohidin Yassin Reshuffled his cabinet On Wednesday mm-hmm. Promoting Senior Minister For Defence Ismail Sabri Yaakob To Deputy Prime Minister Oh politics wey. Yeah <laughs> Mr. Hishamudim Hussein Who held the foreign affairs portfolio was promoted to senior minister as well. Mm. Amno's status as a partner within the ruling Perikatan National PN government mm-hmm. led by Parti Pribumi Bersatu Malaysia Bersatu under Mr. Mohidin has been increasingly called into question. Yeah. I think I'm just going to cut there. I don't mm. know whether the rest will be of value but you can read yeah. the full article mm-hmm. uh, in there's Channel separa- Asia. There's a separate article on uh, <coughs> the other parties, right? So it's it's not an article. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time of recording, mm-hmm. hours ago, mm-hmm. uh, Anwar Ibrahim released uh, this Kenyataan Media oh, uh, what press release. Press oh, release. Okay. Um, <laughs> about Majlis President Pakatan Harapan, mm-hmm. which was uh, co-signed by um, his allies, mm-hmm. Muhammad Sabu and Lim Guan Eng. Mm. Muhammad Sabu, as you know, uh, he is from Parti Amanah Negara, Amanah. Mm-hmm. Lim Guan Eng is uh, from Parti Tindakan Demokrati or DAP. Mm. So, uh, the synopsis for this is that, should I read it in Malay? And then I try to translate it. Mm. What do you want? It's in Malay, by the way. Uh, this was what I screenshot and sent to you guys. Hilang sokongan parti komponen Perdana Menteri perlu letak jatah secara terhormat. So basically, what it translates to is that they have uh, given up support, mm-hmm. withdrawn okay. their support mm-hmm. for the current Prime Minister mm-hmm. and has asked, uh, signed by all three, mm-hmm. uh, for the Prime Minister of Malaysia to honourably step down, step down as yes. well. So yes. it's like mm-hmm. an echo of what Amno is doing. I mean, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I'm just not going to read the rest lah. Basically, mm. it's it's all about them promising that they promise for like a faster vaccination of sorts. Uh, yeah, every, they want, of everyone course, is singing the same. Of course, things, we yeah. all can, we all, not we all lah. I mean, even the rakyat knows what is, what is desired. What is yes, the ideal yes. situation? Faster yeah, vaccination, yeah. better yep. support, and yeah. MCO, no. yep. allow for businesses to occur. Again, everyone yeah. can sing the same song, but can they do it? No, but I like the way that Zahid Amidi uh, presented it. Mm-hmm. Because they are in a state of emergency, you need an interim prime minister. Uh-huh. Right. And the interim prime minister's job primarily <coughs> should focus on just ending the pandemic. Yeah. So that is a good thing, right? You bring someone in, arguably who's apolitical, who doesn't give a shit about everything else. Ooh. Yeah, la, who's who, apolitical yeah. Yeah, after yeah. I mean even if they start out as being non-partisan for example yeah. it might eventually yeah, spiral la. into this kind of shit I mean so I have heard before I mm-hmm. mean believe it or not right like mm-hmm. I have actually heard 
people say stuff like um, uh, Malaysian politics is better than Singapore. Mm-hmm. Uh, who said it? Who said this? Like, I I don't know. Like I have heard like the the state of politics in Malaysia is better than the state of politics in Singapore. Okay. Mm. I guess coming from a from a strictly like democracy point of view, I guess mm. because mm-hmm. to them it's like, uh, you you have like a more functional democracy. I don't know mm. how they are looking at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, just looking at this, I'm like, what the fuck are you smoking, dude? Like. <laughs> the, no, no, okay. There are bases for them to say that. For example, uh, the fact that you can have a total change in government. Yeah. That's a true test of a democratic system. Yeah, yeah. No, so I, I understand that. But, but to say like, whether it's better or not better, that's exactly. Or, I mean, yeah, so, so, what indices, right? Because, I mean, so recently I have I have seen um, a couple of uh, videos mm-hmm. of people talking about like systems of democracy around the world. And of course, Singapore is always a very unique. Mm-hmm. Um, unique style of democracy in the world mm-hmm. for reasons I won't go into now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like one of the comments made, I think, raised an important question, which is like, what is the point of your of a government is to take care of the people and yes. yes. run a country properly. Yes. Yes. Take care of the people. So like who cares how it's done? Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, you need safeguards and all this. Mm-hmm. But like at the end of the day, if it benefits the people, mm-hmm. then okay. Ah. No lah, cannot like that, lah, bro. I don't know, like, I mean... I mean, uh, with no disrespect to you, I think that puts it too simplistically. No, no, I understand. Because yeah. there, there must be a system in place. Of how course, of you, course. How you put this person in power. Exactly. And, and you need safeguards as well. Yeah. To make sure correct. that things don't go haywire. But I mean, it seems like things are pre- going pretty damn haywire upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that's, you 100%. That, yeah, so that's why I'm coming from, like, you know, some of these people who say, like, yeah, better so, than so, like, so, but that's why. Uh, no, it's not about better or worse. I don't think there's any. I, I, I think there's a false comparison. That's why it's a weird thing yeah. to say. Uh-huh. Just by the number of seats alone, population size. Yeah, exactly. True. I mean, dynamics. Uh, dynamics completely yeah. different. So you can't compare the two countries that way. Hey, exactly. Speaking exactly. of comparison, like mm-hmm. a few weeks back, Roti Kaya, which is the Malaysian tabloid, uh-huh. uh, they did a comparison of uh, vaccination uh, percentages in Singapore and Malaysia. Uh-huh. Painting painting Malaysia as the better country in terms of vaccination really? uh, administration. Oh. Yeah, they say something in the line of like... Uh, you, uh, you, you just tell them lah, who sent the first batch? <laughs> <laughs> then I would implore uh, us not to get triggered because uh-huh. I believe uh, this is an attempt to, I guess, uh, stroke some patriot patriotism within right, uh, right, right. their readers and uh. to show that they are actually managing quite well uh. when maybe the opposite is happening. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know specifically what was Roti Kaya's intention in doing that. Mm. Right. But they, um, of course, like you mentioned, right? Even a layman can see you cannot compare the two countries. Yeah. Population sizes are different. Exactly. Mm. Infrastructure uh, is different. Yeah, the number of frontliners are also different. So yeah. you are going to get uh, different percentages and yep. numbers of people who are vaccinated versus those yes, who are not. Of course, yeah. mm. So, of course, in terms of number of people vaccinated, Malaysia has way more than Singapore. Mm. So, we have like, at that point of time, during its reporting, Singapore only have like a few million people mm-hmm. uh, who has been vaccinated mm-hmm. versus them. Slightly, uh, the number um, is just slightly above us. Okay. But when you compare percentages, yeah, of yeah. course, it's different. Of course different. Mean, so, like we yeah. are 6 million. Yeah. So, that was kind of like triggering my Singaporean uh, you know mm-hmm. the, that drive in me kind of like what are you stirring mm. yeah yeah you know, yeah this no, I understand, shouldn't yeah. even be, be news I, yeah. I just feel it's weird like because I don't know I mean I still don't see why I mean like you said right like things are moving there yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, and then this comes and I can I cannot imagine mm-hmm. that the Malaysian people are gonna benefit from this so yeah. I'm thinking this potentially it's a political ploy 
Because technically, when they're in a state of emergency, right. parliament doesn't exist. Yes. So it's an exception to the norm for democracy. Right? Yes, yes. So like uh, like what was mentioned in the article earlier, you have to get someone interim to clean the shit out and quickly yes. exit the yes. emergency, tell the king, call for another general election, yes. and then you can move wow. back into democracy. Yep. Ideally, so, yes. La. Yeah, I but don't know that, how they're going to do it, man. So, so that is important. Yes, yes. If you want to remain a democracy, it's important that uh, those steps take place. Yes. And I think because they are not, they are starting to not see it with Muhyiddin. Mm. So, yeah, the, the descent, I mean, although us as external observers will say, hey, focus on the, I mean, yeah, yeah. focus on cleaning up the disease. Right, right, right. As a nation, I think the the current existing parliamentarians also need to step in and say, look, yeah. you're not doing enough. You right. are leaving the country in a state of emergency. This is going to just push us further into turmoil. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because from, <laughs> from what we are seeing, right, like mm -hmm. despite the continuously extended MCO, mm -hmm. The number of cases are still going up, right? Yeah. Like, in fact, it's gone from four thousand plus per day to now more well, six thousand plus. Yeah, it's yeah. almost six, seven, almost uh, six point eight k uh. a day kind of numbers. Yeah, it's uh, it's ridiculous. Mm. Like how how much law how much more are Malaysians gonna suffer? Yeah, I feel even if you were to put someone interim to manage this uh, catastrophe, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's going to fly because at the end of the day, it's a question of political power. Mm. Um, everybody have. Uh, for the different parties they have political ambition yeah. Yeah. you might look at this as a perfect opportunity to yeah. seize mm. you know power in that exactly. sense because and the champion uh, that solves the pandemic uh, mm. will be a hero uh, yes right? yeah yes. they go yeah. down in the history and, yeah. and that will potentially be a problem uh -huh. for um, the successor uh -huh. of yeah. that interim uh -huh. who maybe harbors no political ambition which uh -huh. is fuck like everyone yeah. Yeah, at yeah. that level yes, would desire yes. some sort of power you know yeah. I think who they should call back who? They should call Najib back. Najib back? <laughs> really? Okay, this is just my view. La. You know what he's doing right now on right. his Facebook and Instagram? Right. He's been trolling the ass out of everybody, man. <laughs> really? I follow him. No. <laughs> I mean, no, just so, for laughs. Yeah. You see, yeah? Okay. Yeah. So, arguably, he he has shown his metal as a prime minister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he has many people hating him. He has many people liking true, him. True, okay. true. And he has capability. Right, yes. So, he would be a sound choice, huh? To just ride the wave out of this pandemic first, mm -hmm. then call a call for GE. Actually, he he does like uh from time to time upload uh and also uh give several suggestions. Okay. Uh -huh. Uh, which is well received uh, surprisingly if you to follow his socials oh. uh -huh. uh, by his backers uh -huh. he's getting a lot of love. Yeah. Uh, from netizens. What what kind of suggestions has he made? Like first of all, he no. He, hey, but uh, to echo Zah. Yeah. He, he, he suggests that good, no? In no, general. are good. Like, like in what? terms of how to, uh, you got, you got to, okay, you, like, gotta, yeah, you know, to, if yeah. I want to, if I want to, too much really like, cross yeah, reference yeah, yeah. what he has suggested, it's really pages long. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. But okay. it's just that when you skim through, you see he has some salient points. Yeah. Oh. And, but of course, he, 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 I guess he, he teases that carrot right. into like, I can't divulge too much. You want to know, you elect me, yeah. Yeah. That sort of thing <laughs> la. yeah. I, that, That's the vibe I'm getting from I his post la. And, and, I mean, and the suggestions from Netizen Will be like Come back la. You yeah. know You should be managing this Right mm. now Wow No I mean If we were to To draw uh, 
a comparison to remember the train accident? Yeah. Oh, which one? Accident? The the one in Malaysia. Oh, the Tajuddin. Ah. Yeah. Then that okay. fellow like oh, totally yeah, yeah, mishandled yeah, yeah. that yes, shit. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes. And then the next day, like like uh, Najib came out and then he talked about it. Yeah. And he handled it well. True. And people could take his uh, level of uh, statementship. Stri- uh. Yes. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. I think he would be the best candidate uh, to come in mm. as the interim <laughs> to just settle I, pandemic I first. I can assure you he's not there just for the interim. Mm. <laughs> he will. <laughs> no, we must look back at the fact uh, that during yeah. his time, uh, Malaysia uh-huh. had economic stability. Oh, really? Yeah. How so? Hey, their imports were good. Their mm. GDP was growing. Yeah. The foreign exchange didn't fluctuate as much. Fair enough. Yeah, it was... Although he, you see, despite the fact that he was spending money on yachts and sponsoring Hollywood movies, okay lah, I'm okay. Yeah, like that's the elephant <laughs> in the room, right? Yeah, but the the country was still making. I see, I see, I see. You get what I mean, yeah, So yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, he made a few mistakes, so lah. But from the pro Najib camp, no, no, I'm not pro Najib. I'm just pro successful. Uh, I mean, a strong neighborhood mm, mm, would mm. prevent other problems like terrorism and shit like that. Okay. That's true though. Yeah. That's okay. true, honestly. So, like, because these things, I mean, as much as I really don't read much in, into Malaysian politics or whatever, uh-huh. but like, I agree, Raman. Like, regional stability is stability for Singapore. So. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll try to reach out to Najib. <laughs> Dude, if we could ever like even have like a like a clubhouse with Najib. Uh, oh, my. oh my. Oh my god. god. Yeah, that would be cool. Here's the can I just share with you what's happening? Mm-hmm. We have tried to reach out to his PA uh-huh. three times they've ignored us. <laughs> Serious. Oh. There's this number oh, man. That they, they, they pass uh, we should go straight up to his office. Uh-huh. Wow. Really tough man. Give us some time to work the ground. Uh-huh. Okay. And, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. No promises. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that happens, that would be you know you gotta be careful what you say because the Malaysian press will be all over this shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, like for that one, for that one for sure. I have to yeah. watch what the fuck I say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh thank you for tuning in. Yep. In today's episode, probably brought to you by your friends from Bravo Realtors. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram. It's at Bravo Realtors.brs. Yes, you can also find them at this number. That is 8100 2300 8100 2300